So now it is time for the, the word, am I right? Yeah. Amen. And today, uh, Elder Lester will come before us and he will present uh, the message on today. Let me say that this is a brother that uh, I, I consider a, a preacher that I'm envious of. I, I um, you know, I, I consider myself a teacher more than a preacher, but he has this he has this quality that I like I tell you all that I wish I had where you know he could get more excited than I than I than I allow myself to get up there, I guess. And he, he has a, a he has the voice that goes with it. I can't get that rasp that he he provides at times and and then in addition to that, you know, uh, you know, they gotta they gotta back back on the mics when he gets real excited. You know, they gotta always put the mic up for me. But with him, sometimes he gets so excited he doesn't need a mic. But that's that's just that indication that it's because he loves God so much. And and God is the joy of his salvation. Amen. And uh, when you talk to him, you can see his sweet humble spirit and um, you can also see it just come across as he um, just breaks bread with you so I, I just say on today can you just stand with me please and and as we uh, receive this man of God and I just ask that you not only listen to him but pray as well and pray that the Lord will open up your hearts and minds as to what he has to say amen God bless you brother amen Father, thank you, Lord. I thank you this morning, like everyone else, that you create this opportunity, that you have given us a place to come. You have given us a mindset that we can call and worship. And I thank you. Lord, when I watch the news, it reminds me that if it wasn't for you, where would we be? Hallelujah. If I didn't have the faith that you have given me, I would want to run and hide. But God, because of your faithfulness and because what you have put in me and put in others, we can hold our head high 
They can say, thank you, Lord, while we're going through, because we know there's a blessing on the other side of through. So, Lord, we ask this morning to bless everybody here this morning. Those that wanted to come couldn't be here. Part of my family couldn't be here. Lord, we ask right now that you, anybody that is sick going through, help them, Lord. If they need peace of mind, oh God, come in. Lord, those families on those shootings, Lord. Lord, we want to stand with them, Lord Jesus. Not only them, but all the others. Understanding that you can bring them through. You know, it's a at times when tragedy comes like it does, the Lord, you remind us that usually when there's a storm, sunshine is on the way. And God, we ask for that sunshine, for peace, for people to change, hard to change. Allow them to allow God to come in the mix. He's standing at the door and knocking. Let him in. Let him in. And Father, we thank you. Lord, bless our children. Lord, continue to bless this church. Bless our pastor, the first lady, and the whole congregation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. You know, I got my book here. Y'all got yours, right? Because I might get up here and might want to preach anything. You need something to verify. Amen. Amen. Make sure I get it right. Amen. But I just love the Lord. My message is going to be coming from the cross uh, this morning. And it's going to be from the one for this day. Amen. From uh, Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 amen thank you lord praise his holy name thank you thank you the title of my message this morning i was reading this going through it and just hit me through all what Mary and Joseph were going through. I say, you know what? This is good trouble. Good trouble. And we're going to get into why it we call it good trouble. Amen. Right, right. Amen. And also welcome those that are coming in by Zoom. Amen. You know, uh, Matthew, he writes to a certain audience, like the Jewish audience, and he constantly reminds them of the birth of Christ, amen, in the Jewish perspective. And the way he wrote this in the beginning, starting with 18, that I'm going to read, Starting with uh, chapter 1, verse 18, it says, Now 
This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. In other words, you get this. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. Now, when you read was pledged, you know, oh, what's going on here? But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant. And I'm reading from the uh, uh, new uh, the NIV. Amen. She was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. Verse 20, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, the son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Amen. And she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, in this, we want this message fo focusing on the virgin birth of Jesus, the miracle conception of the uh, Holy Spirit, which created a problem for Mary and Joseph. In our world, some would say, man, no, no way, just no way. Without sex. Back in the day, a lot of the old folk would say, uh, there's a dead cat on the line. See, that's a southern thing. That means something ain't right. <laughs> Amen. And some would say, even back then, they would accuse her of having a after all, being engaged or being controlled to a man, Joseph, who are descendant David, due to Jewish engagement, it was a legal binding, amen? Only divorce could end it in the Jewish customs. No doubt Joseph was devastated thinking his fiance was unfaithful. But now we can say that it was good trouble. Amen. Say to me, say with me, good trouble. Come on, good trouble. Amen. Why we say good trouble? Because we know what the end was. Amen. Praise him. Hallelujah. The angel appeared to Joseph in a dream and said the same thing that while he was getting out of this situation, the Bible said Joseph loved Mary. 
a just and righteous man. He didn't want to embarrass her or for her to face public humiliation. So he was thinking of divorce but privately. And the angel said, no, 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 Joseph, son of David, take Mary as your wife. This was Joseph beloved. One hand, he wished not to marry her because of what he feel. And on the other hand, he didn't want to disgrace her in public. But the angel appeared to him, encouraged him, and for him to wed her, to wed Mary, and the angel revealed that the child in Mary's womb are not, are not an ordinary child but conceived by the Holy Spirit and his name is Jesus. Now, I, I, I read this and, you know, we done read this many times in the season from we all familiarize ourselves with this. And I was reading the, uh, what's the positive? And then it jumped from that to John. Okay, all right. And I'm saying, okay, what's this is about? Then I got to thinking how, you know, we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and how he came and set us free from bondage, amen? But in John chapter 12, six days before Passover, they was getting ready to celebrate, amen? A festival of commemorating Israel's deliverance from Egypt. Another bondage. What this have in common? The same Jesus and the same situation. Amen? Amen. Now, in the Gospel of John, let's go, we're going to fast forward here. 30 years to the time when Jesus grew up adulthood and was near his death. And as we're saying, six days before Passover, now Jesus and Bethlehem a village outside Jerusalem at Simon House. Now, I read also that maybe it was the home of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Now, I don't know back then, did they have a duplex back then? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, all of them was friend to Jesus, amen? And, uh, they were having dinner. Everything was going on as planned. Hallelujah. And everybody was enjoying themselves. Thinking about what Jesus did to Lazarus. How he called out 
Lazarus. And he was loose from death. For things that had consumed him, but they had to come back and give up the peace of whatever they had of him because Jesus had called him back to life. I read somewhere they said that the kink worms and the palm worms and all whatever worms that, that might have a peace, that might have lunch, they had to come back. Hallelujah. Their body had to be intact. And not only on that, that the stench had to disappear because Jesus said so. Hallelujah. And uh, they was dining. They was eating then off of a sudden chaos broke out this woman mary just out of the blue took a bottle of this expensive perfume this pure nard and it just took it and just poured it all over him all over his feet and somewhere in some place they say over his head and then the strangest thing happened. She took her hair and began to wipe his feet. And I got to think, I said, you know, I said, Ray, I remember when I first met my wife, she had her hair almost down to here. You know, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking now. <laughs> you know, I wonder if she would have wiped my feet. <laughs> then I looked down at my feet. <laughs> and I said, no. No. No, 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 no. But in this, I began to say, okay, we talked about the bird. Now here it is. Jesus had to intervene and had to settle things down and tell them, leave her alone. You don't understand what's going on here. That this woman, Mary, is preparing my body for its burial. And say, so, okay, well, one here we talking about the birth. Now, within almost the same page, we talking about his burial. God, what were you trying to convey here? Uh, what's going on? And Jesus went on and he said, spoke to him and he said, some kind of way the poor came in this conversation. And John didn't hold any punches. John said, hey, this ain't nothing but that old dude that holding the money back. Well, he's talking about the poor, but what he's he talking about is himself. You know, he, he, he worried about him. He's thinking about you, you messing with his profit. They ain't thinking about the point. Yeah. And so after all that, then Jesus reminded them, he said, and not to take it from the point, but he said, look, I'm not going to be with you always. 
I'm not going to be this way. But what this woman done will be preached down in history. Amen. So, knowing my mind, I got to thinking, I said, oh, yeah, you know, I got it. When you brought up about Matthew chapter, the first chapter, 18, you was getting us in mind of how the spirit enter into humanity. And when we go over to John, you are reminding us how the humanity prepared for the spirit. Then it broke me To a lesson that I had, I think I preached it one time about what God is trying to let us know that at the beginning, when Matthew began his lineage, talking about the genealogy, he this is was the preparation of the seed. When we look at it, everybody look through lenses and things of what they in their heart and what they believe and 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 we have to stay focused because there was a promise made back in Genesis and we understood that when the punishment came down what did God say God looked and he told that servant what did he tell him he told him. He said, I will put enmity between you and her seed. He, her seed, he will bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. In other words, what he's saying is, it's going to be a little rumble in the jungle a little bit. It's going to be a little touch and go a little bit. It's going to be a little suffering going on here. But the only thing that you will accomplish the bruising of his heel. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your holy name. Oh, we got something to shout about. God did not forget us. He didn't leave us in this bondage of sin. Oh, hallelujah. I can understand now why the people of Israel, every spring they celebrate Passover because it reminds them of what God did, how they broke them to freedom. They were slaves, hallelujah. Even though some of them wanted to go back you know how you get that slave mentality. You know, you get so caught up. So that's all you know, that environment. You know, we are the product of our environment. If you've been a slave all your life, guess what? You're going to think as a slave. Hallelujah. But when God get ready to bring you out of something, not only 
He's going to have to bring you out, but he's going to have to educate you and do a mind change. Your mind must be renewed. Y'all read by what Romans said. Now, come on, somebody. Be not conformed, but be what? Transformed. There's a transforming going on here. Hallelujah. That's why we come to church to be transformed, to be understand what's happening here. That's why we celebrate simply because of what God has done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's the reason why in Isaiah 9, 6, he said, for, us, for, for to us a child is born. Hallelujah. And then he didn't stop there. He said, unto us a son is given. Then he talked about the kingdom. He said, the government will be on his shoulder and they will call him wonderful. Counselor. I said, oh man, I love that. Because that's what happened in the first place. See, you got to be careful when you see counsel. See, see, what happened? He went to the wrong place to see counsel. See, Jesus would listen to serpent, that old snake. You know, people still listen to snakes. Whether they embody as a man or woman, you know, they bottom line, they snake, they slippery. You know, they sizzling over here and over there, looking for a way to break you down, amen, to upset you. But Eve went to the wrong council. God made her what she should have done. She should have went back to Adam. Adam was the head, amen. And he, and of his head was God. And so Adam would remind her, no, 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 don't listen to that. You know, I, sometimes I think I say, Lord, if I had to do it all over again, you know, because I did, I sought counsel too. You know, I wasn't in church, Joe's bar. You know, some Saturday night communion. Oh, I know y'all been saved all your life. I'm sorry, I don't want to break that. Okay, just, I'm talking to me. I'm talking to me. Amen. Amen. But, but listen, watch this, watch this. Isaiah 9 says, a child was born. That's Jesus through Mary, the virgin birth, his mother's side. Then came back and said to us, a son was given. We understand it was 100% evil, 100% God. And that day we, the baptism, where all three of the Trinity got together, 
Jesus came walking down to John. Jesus said, John, I come to baptize. John said, no, Jesus, you shall be baptized of me. But Jesus said, it is written. Then John, remember what the word says, that when he come walking to him, and as Jesus came up out of the water, and something happened there. Gospel John said the heavens opened. He heard a voice. And said, this is my beloved son who I am well. And the Bible said, and the Holy Spirit descended in a form of a dove. Now we had a lot of blind folks there. You know, they, they saw the dove. But they heard the word, amen. And then, after that, what happened was, it said, descended upon him. Descended in him. And the two got together, amen. So this is what Isaiah is saying, hallelujah, that there was his father's side, hallelujah. And it was important that his father was heavenly, not earthly, amen? Because some controversies jumped off later on. Hallelujah. And I'm going to get into that. Where Matthew, you know, that tax collector, you know, Levi, you know, he good with numbers. When Matthew began to add up the generation 14 and 14 and 14 generation. And then he went on down the line and began to, to put in all the lineage of Jesus. Amen. And when he went to do that, he forgot about what happened in Jeremiah. Uh, 22 and also they spoke about it in 2nd Chronicle 36 9 in Haggai in chapter 2 that there was some kings amen there was this particular king in which he was terrible and God told him and say you know you, you, you uh, just like my signet ring. I'm going to take you off my finger. And I'm going to put you to a side. And, and where you and your descendants, I'm going to consider you as childish. And where even though you have offspring, but not no one will sit on the throne of David and you. He cursed now, uh, Jack, uh, Jack, uh, Jack and I and, and, and uh, Jehovah, this same name, when he took over the kingdom, he was only lasted three months and 10 days. He was 18 years old, amen? But God so to wipe out that lineage. And so when Matthew began to write the lineage of Jesus, 
he included him. And then a lot of folks came back to, uh -huh, I see. No, Jesus, no, no, he, he, he's not. He don't have no right to, to the kingdom of David. See, see, because that message has been cursed. That message be cursed. And then if you read down there, you'll see where in, in Matthew, where when he saw Nebuchadnezzar to take them capture, he left off with Jack and I. And then after they began, he started back with him. And that song says, see, 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 this is what happened. But, but in Luke, Luke lynching was more about Mary, amen. And so what Luke reminded everyone, he reminded them that the bloodline to David came through Mary. Y'all hear what I'm saying here this morning? Amen. And we say, well, why, how, how did this happen? Because Mary father was a Nathan, Solomon's brother. Amen. Not Solomon. Uh, uh, Jack and Naya, he was solid Solomon lineage. Amen. So that will make Joseph disqualified and people will have a right argument about where Jesus no, he's no to be the Messiah, the King of David and all that. But see, see, when people, when folks try to get slick, God always come up, always got a plan. Always have a plan. See, one of the reasons why, because Joseph didn't have nothing to do with that birth, the virgin birth, amen? None whatsoever. And, and God knew that, amen. And so by him uh, doing that, and by Mary bloodline, Jesus still had the right before the throne of David. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand, praise. Amen. <laughs> praise his holy name. So, so when we celebrate, I mean, he is. The Messiah, he is the son of David, the king of the Jews, but also his God in the flesh. Why? Because of what was in him. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord Jesus. So when God told the serpent that you would bruise his head, and he would bruise your head. He kept that. He did. All the way through the Old Testament, all the way down to the New. And all of a sudden, with the birth of Christ, that what was being prophet, was preached, what was told, manifested. Amen. And so we can celebrate simply because God kept his promise. What he said back then still stands today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And even today, 
He worked him all the way down and through. And then when, when, when he got to John over there and when they was uh, uh, eating dinner and hearing this preparedness, he was getting ready, amen. Where the body, the physical part of Jesus getting ready to go be with the Father, but he was gonna send back that was in him. And that's the reason why today we are blessed. We have freedom simply because of what Jesus did. God said it back then and he brought it to pass. Amen? Y'all understand what I'm saying here? So what, what, what I'm trying to say here is that not only that God, what he did, you know, when we talks about that how uh, uh, God is, uh, uh, know, the our banner, and he's our provider, and he's almighty God, and we have all the different names for this, but he's everything that what we need, amen? In the time we need, simply because what God has done. Amen. So we can lift him up. We can praise him this morning. Hallelujah. And and, and first Peter, first Peter uh chapter 1, 23 says, Having been born of again, not of corrupt seed, but incorrupt, through the word of God, which live and abide forever, because all flesh. Is as grass, and all the glory of man is as flower of the grass. The grass wither, and its flower fades. But the word of God abides or endure forever. How you not serve God like that? Mm, hallelujah. So that's why when we sing and when we come to church, we lift them up, amen. That it was no joke, it, it was no controversy, amen. All that they, uh, Mary went through and all that what the other Mary went through and John, all that was good trouble, amen. Good trouble because it's good because everything in life that is good come from James said that. I ain't said, but James said that. Hallelujah. So we are thankful today. So we can enjoy each other. We can sing songs to him because he legit. He the real deal. Hallelujah. Oh, man. I was listening now, man. You know, y'all were singing a song. Pastor would lead. I say, boy, look, look at this. Come all ye faithful, joyful in triumph. Come, and I got up, I started singing. Come, you'll come to bear. I mean, that's that's some good stuff, amen? I'm telling you. I mean, it's, it, it, it's sent off a, a, an aroma, amen? And the presence of God, amen? It began to uh, bow down head uh, uh, where your fire in you maybe look kindling not quite like it's supposed to, but it perks it up. It's like what, what you do when, when you got a small fire, you open up the window of a door and the oxygen will come and go poof. Oh, hallelujah. Man, I'm looking at 
had the faces here in church, but don't you know you're blessed? Highly favored. All this was going on right there in this world. It's not even coming through your dwelling. Hallelujah. Thank you. Well, I heard somewhere, I read somewhere that say, what, 10,000 may fall? It's the right sign, and, and some may fall at your right hand, but none will. What? Oh, hallelujah. We can take that to the bank. But what we have to do, church, we have to take up what the Bible is telling us, that he's our wonderful counselor. Hallelujah. Whatever you're going through, whatever it is, take it to him. Don't be going spending money all over the place. Don't be going to the old name says these folks that know what they ball and horoscopes and try Jesus. This is what it's about. Wonderful counsel. Hallelujah. He'll tell you what you need to know. Oh, he'll remind you of things. Even though sometimes it might look good to you, but God reminds you, no, 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 that's, we don't walk by uh, uh, sight. But we walk by faith. Amen. We, we, we don't look at the things world but we look at the unseen and we believe God amen he, he said you bless he said all of you are blessed and highly favored amen amen let's get a lot of hand praise amen. Isaiah 55 11 said so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please or desire. It will prosper everywhere I send it. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans 4, 16, 20 said, so the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift and we are all certain to receive it. Whether or not we live according to the law of Moses it says promises make sure to all the seed that the promise be altered all the seed. Amen. I thank God this morning for you. This is about all I got. I hope you got something out of this. Amen. 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 Let's give the Lord a hand praise. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. So if anybody here that is not saved, I hope anybody here is saved. I think every, I hope everybody has done what they had to do, required to do, except the Lord Jesus Christ. But everybody have them that we want them to do so. Amen. If if we need prayer, we're gonna be right up front. Amen. If you want to come into the counseling of the Lord, we have people.
that it's not us, but it's who in us, amen? And who we seek our counseling from, amen, can help you. And we thank God for that, amen. So as we get ready, we're going to get ready to uh, uh, turn you loose. I, I thank the Lord this morning. I thank Pastor and everything for everybody I'm up here speaking. I put some notes together and stuff. I say, this is what it's about. This is what I got out of it. And I just thank the Lord for it. Amen. So if you get it, something else and more out of it, you let me know. Amen. <laughs> I love it. Amen. So let's give the Lord a hand praise. Amen. Now I turn it over. <laughs> 